of the wonderful Teresa Mack here, uh, real estate broker, uh, longtime friend of the family, someone who sold me my house and helped me understand real estate as a scale and really wanted to bring you here to just get a better understanding of what exactly is a real estate agent? I know there's a lot of people that are interested in getting into real estate, finding out about real estate, but what exactly is it that you classify okay, as what Craig. you do? So in most states, including California, you can sell your own real estate. Like Joe, you could sell a house that I sold mm-hmm. you to anybody you want. and You don't need a real estate agent to sell your own real estate. But if you want to sell the real estate of another person, you're required by the state to be licensed to do that. And so anyone who wants to represent yeah. another person uh, other than themselves, they have to have a real estate license. And then there's two types. You can be a salesperson or you can be a broker. Got it. And, and how do you get into the line of being a broker? Well, then? You know, like everything, every career, there's an entry level, which would be a salesperson's license. That means all you have to do is take a certain number of classes, three, and pass an exam. And as a broker, you're stepping up uh, a level and you have to have two years of experience as well as take is thought to be a more mm-hmm. difficult examination and your responsibilities are greater with that license. Got it. And, and from my understanding, being an agent, you do have to put in those work and, and go to school and you're truly an entrepreneur because that's one job where you eat what you kill. How would you start the process? Do you leverage the, the I would say, the workflow? How do you gain the proper workflow so that you can actually make a good wage and a good earning and, and build up your you know, I'm glad you asked that because doing well in real estate is like doing well in any business endeavor. And Joe, you know this as well as anybody. Yeah. Getting your clients is the, it's almost as important as all, getting all the credentials that you need because you can have all the credentials be licensed have a whole bunch of training if you've got no clients it's it's just a lot of paper so in real estate Mm -hmm. the way that you start is with your what we call your sphere of influence people you already know already know you love you trust you think you're a sane person and from there you build out and then it's absolutely necessary like in any business you cannot build a business on the on your friends You, you know they will just let you down yeah. every time. <laughs> <laughs> every single time. So every you, single time. Yeah, uh, you practice and, on them because that's a safe and, space. But um, you, you can only yeah. rely on a, a small number of them to actually um, be your client and be your client consistently. So you've got to go out and talk to strangers. And, and when I think about you, I think about real estate. And how, how have you taken that what you said into a place of scalability how have you grown that where now you're able to scale and grow not just you as a real estate real estate agent to you as a real estate company so um so as you know i'm an individual agent i have a team of six people that i run with my partner monique and then i also run a brokerage with monique and we have 85 agents so we've scaled at different levels in different ways I think the most important thing for someone who wants to be an entrepreneur and wants to scale to understand is to scale, you have to have a certain measure of success. It's very difficult to scale something if you failed at it. Doesn't mean it's impossible, 
but yeah. it's a lot easier to scale when you've had success yeah. because typically scaling just means you're going to take what you've learned and replicate it using others and you've got to train them hide them with the tools yeah. and leverage in that way in a scale yeah I, I can imagine because you're in a position of creating entrepreneurs and some people may come from a different field. Some people may be teachers, some uh, just coming out of college, some had a whole nother career. How do you then get those young agents to learn that they're entrepreneurs and they're in their business when they're you know working yeah, with you, you know, guys as well? That's the thing I love most about this business. Um, you know, it is, is great. Mm -hmm. You make great money at it and you can be of great service. I love all that. But what I love the most is teaching people how to fish because I have lashes on my yeah. back. I have this the scabs on my knees from falling into holes and making mistakes. Yeah. And there's no reason to do that every single time. Like learn from someone else is what I would say. So the first thing that we do is we provide mentorship to our agents. And it's, it's mm -hmm. practical mentorship. It's not somebody sitting in an office telling you like, pay me $800 a month and I'm gonna coach you. We have working agents that are productive and successful coaching our newer agents um, and closing the gap between the training we provide and their real life experience. So that's where the gap is. Most people can pass the classes, most people can take the training. Yep. It's when you have that client in front of you or you have the market, which is crazy right now, the market in front of you doing all sorts of crazy things that your skill comes into yep. play. So, so we give them a training, Joe, and, and, and then we also give them a proven roadmap to success. Doesn't mean it's the only route to success because you can get to success a lot of ways, yep. but you should at least have one tested route to get there. And, and people yeah. who just kind of go in like, hey, I'm going to just, you know, try a whole bunch of new stuff. Um, they spend <laughs> a lot of money and rarely do they get the lottery. Yeah. How, how, do you, how does that feel when you make those entrepreneurs? How does it feel when like somebody oh, gets man. their it first feels, sale? It feels really great because in my brokerage, we don't have a lot of prima donnas. When they close the sale, they're feeding their yeah. family. They're, you know, they're paying off their student loans. They're buying homes. Yeah. So it's more than just a check it's like the first step into their future and that's what it was for me so that's why it's a yeah how old and how young can you be to get into real estate and i, I know this because I, i've seen you know the office and i know the landscape but for someone that just doesn't know it says oh i have to be 25 and all these people to get in real estate when can you get in so, real estate well when you say get in real estate when can you get your license you have to be 18 years old but when mm -hmm. you get in real estate, mm -hmm. my, you know, my son, Anthony, was in real estate at 16 because he was dropping A-frame signs for his mama who didn't want to get up that early and have to do that mm -hmm. hard work. So if you're interested in real estate, if you're interested in entrepreneurship, look, entrepreneurship for a lot of very successful people started with a lemonade stand. So it's never early. I mean, yeah. I, t I taught my kids entrepreneurship from the time they were kids. So it's never too early to start. Yeah. Now, um, I hope a lot of your, um, you know, your audience are people who are probably in college or in school or in high school. So get your base, you know, educational credentials uh, uh, behind you. If you're in college, definitely get yeah. your real estate license. It makes a lot more money than, you know, drive an Uber. So get yeah, um, our youngest is 21 they years old. 
Nice. It's funny you say that because I don't know if you know, I, I got my real estate license in Texas when I was in college, but I joined a brokerage that didn't really give me support. Um, and this was in 2007. And so me, my roommates and I ended up buying a house in 2007, which we had no I, no one had no business giving us a house, uh, but you understand the landscape that we were in in 2007 and then 2008 hit. And I always look back at that and say, I wish I would have stayed in it because it was right at peak time and things were coming back. And and I was the, the mentorship that you guys are talking about is so important because that matters when it comes to who you're representing, who you're who you're pushing a license for, where you're selling and things like that so that you can be comfortable as an entrepreneur. When you first came into this, you weren't always in real estate and didn't always have a real estate background. So why real estate first? And then where were you doing before real estate? Okay, well, I'll start. Uh, I'll answer in the reverse. So um, I went to Cal State Northridge. I was in Cal major. I was mm -hmm. a, an accountant for many years. I became a CPA and then I moved to Memphis, Tennessee and I, uh, my dad died mm -hmm. and my dad died without a trust. Mm -hmm. And so I went through probate and after the probate mm -hmm. courts and the IRS got done with my dad's estate, I decided to go to law school. That's how pissed off I was. So I went to law school. I became yeah. a lawyer, <laughs> practiced for 12 years, had a great career there. Then I started having kids, and um, when I took time off to have my kids, I realized at, on maternity leave, I realized that everybody was not getting up at 7 in the morning and going in to grind for the man. Like, I assumed the whole world was doing yep. what I was doing, which was burning my whole life and, <laughs> yeah. and earning a mediocre living. It was, it was a reliable yeah. living, but I was stunned at what I saw from 8 to 5 when I was off. And I decided, like, I wanted that yeah. kind of control of my life. And I started to investigate, well, how could I get it without getting another degree? And real estate was was my vehicle out. And, um, and so I decided to get my license. I got my broker's license because if you're a lawyer, you can get, go directly to getting your broker's license. And, um, mm. and then I started, you know, losing money, honestly, because I got my license in 2006 yeah. and the market crashed after my first sale. So I say this, oh, wow. we are about to go into a market that is in transition right now. It's the most exciting time I've seen yeah. in the 15 year career. So if you're thinking about real estate, the best time to yeah. get into any business is on the downturn. More millionaires did. If you don't have a lot of capital to get in, get in when the get yeah. is hard and just put the work in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and, I, and it's, it's amazing because I, I get a lot of uh, people all the time telling me like, hey, the real estate market's going to crash. But then I can name 10 friends that are fully qualified to purchase houses right now. So I'm like, nah, that's that's not it's different now. And just knowing from 2008, the gig economy and there's so many more ways to make money than before that. No, I don't think that's happening. And, and I think a lot of those conversations come from people that are headed towards maybe their last house not their first house um but yeah being in a mix and being blessed to get my space before 2019 and seeing all my friends scramble in 2020 2021 trying to find places it's like no it's no bubble it's just there's no inventory so it's, you know you just got got to get out there so you 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 made that transition 
You said something important. I want to go back to it. Uh, the key thing of entrepreneurship is being able to pace yourself in your life. I had that aha moment when, because my dad's a my dad's a nine to five employee. So is my mom, nine to five employee all their life. They come from that school of go to college, go to work, retire, and I was the beneficiary of that. You know, because they 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 work so hard, and and as we're as we're we're in our neighborhood, and I, I grew up in a very fluent neighborhood. Um, I would say we were house poor, and and in that neighborhood, I walked outside, and my first job actually, you remember Ryan? I would take out my neighbor's trash cans for five dollars a, a week, and I had twenty neighbors. So at nine, ten years old, I'm making about a hundred bucks a week on Sundays, and I would go to Costco and buy. <laughs> candy and go sell the candy at school so i would be making about two thousand dollars a month at 10 years old and one of my I, I, one of my neighbors were out there and i remember being home one week and i'm buying all these things but my neighbor he was always home he was never at work and then my neighbor across the street was always home and then my other neighbor i noticed 50 percent of people on my block were home and that's when I started to get curious, well, how are they home and being able to support their lifestyle? But this is because they were entrepreneurs and business owners. And you, there was a stigma of entrepreneur, you have to be making a million dollars, a million, five million dollars just to survive, but you can work at your own pace. Speak to that to the, the nine to five workers that are scared to because it's security, it's, it's, the, it's the security part, it's the, the, the join your business benefits part, but the the mental part of being able to control your lifestyle at your own pace, including your family and your, and your friends in your life and living a quality life, but still, I always put my number at $300 a day. If I'm making $300 a day, I'm good. Speak to that quality of life as an entrepreneur switching over and being able to control right. your own pace. I'm glad you asked me that, Joe, because Real estate is an industry where there are a lot of people who are in a nine to five and they want to make a transition into real estate, but no two yeah. more different experiences because a nine to five gives you a paycheck every two weeks and somebody else tells you exactly what to do. And as an entrepreneur, you know, you make nothing many days when you're working full time. Yeah. And so I encourage people to yeah. be realistic about their responsibilities. You know, don't fool yourself and say, yeah. I've got $12,000 worth of savings, so I'm ready to quit my job and start real estate. Because you have to, and that does yeah. happen. It happens, or you get laid off. Yeah. They think, I'm going to get my real estate license, or let me dust off my old real estate license, and now I'm going to you know, make a client appear. So it's important that you yeah. talk to somebody who's in the industry that is going to explain to you the sales cycle of your service or your product. How long does it really take, assuming a worst case scenario, for you to go from, I don't know anybody, to I have a client? And then how long does it take to convert that yeah. client? So it's very important that you plan that transition um, thoughtfully. The second. I got an idea. Question. Question. Not to interrupt you. We go in a second. But what if you, as a new person, still like apprentice under somebody and say, hey, I'm just going to bring this lead to you and make that deal. And then I'm going to use the money to pay for my real estate school. And then, you know, you go into that. Is there something the only like that reason work? it doesn't work is a licensed broker can't pay you 
for it. We can't uh, pay unless uh, you're licensed. And you're, you can't even be Good licensed and not hanging your license with a broker. How you Good can, to know. You can do what I did is I worked as a real estate assistant while I was waiting for my license to arrive. Mm. So I had already taken the classes, but you, it, that doesn't matter. I could have worked as a real estate assistant with the aspiration of getting my real estate license. And that way you could be compensated for doing that lead generation work or things like that. The, the thing I always yeah. the point is if you are in a job or you do have a current way of earning your income and you want to transition into real estate, understand or any business, you have to work two jobs. You cannot work your job and then work yeah. a couple of hours and think you're going to build a business on that. You got I work eight hours yeah. for the man. I'm going to sleep like four and a half hours and then I'm going to work another 10 hours in my business. Right, Joe? I mean, For exactly. Yeah. So you have to say, you know, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to bear that difficult road for a certain period of time because you can't do it, un, you know, forever. So you have to. Yeah. yeah. You have to say like, hey, easy. I can I can commit to a 16 hour workday for the next six, eight, ten, whatever months it is. And then you better buy in with the yeah. people that you have your life with. You need to sit with your yeah. spouse, your yeah. girlfriend, your kids, your mom, whomever, and let them know, like, this is my plan and this is how I'm going to work it. So I need yeah. you to not call me. I need you to not text me. I need you to not ask me to go to this family event because for these, you know, 10 months, this is what I'm going to do. And this as your, if it's on. working. Yeah, it can be no, that, that's important. Yeah. And yeah, it, and it sounds like you, you spoke on it a little bit, but it, is that the most difficult part is just the beginning and and getting over those first. I mean, you say you entered the market in 2006 and then boom, like crash, crash, you know, for years and you stayed in it. And that, that's, that shows some resilience. But is going over that is that was that the biggest hurdle just being consistent and sticking to <laughs> yes. it yes so when when i started my career i knew nothing and nobody really showed me the roadmap like we do at, at my company um so yeah. I, I was just i have just been a, a, a over a workaholic so a workaholic will survive mm -hmm. almost anything everything else around them might you know fall apart but they will survive yeah. and get through it but that's not the way you want to build your business yeah. or your life so again i say find someone who's successful and you may have to ask a lot of people because mm -hmm. people don't like to share their success they think for some reason they think you're going to overtake them which is literally impossible if they work yeah. but find someone and find the recipe before you you jump out there and and start have a plan is what i would yeah, there, there's, I don't know if you know the guy. Uh, he's a he's, he's a nine to five millionaire uh, brother out of Chicago. He was a police officer, and he he even said he stayed working because he can sell to his other police officers. That was a clientele he had, the people that he was around yeah. every day, and 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 that was I found that interesting because that, that made sense. It's like. You know, this is a clientele I can reach out to. They're right there and I'm talking to them and they trust me already because they know me. And that's how he was able to build his his business on the real estate side. So what, what would you say to someone looking to invest in real estate and maybe not go the full agent route, but then still be a real estate investor and make okay. money on that? It, end? I know there's a lot of people out there that say, oh, you don't need any money to invest. You can use other people's money and all that. It, that that <laughs> those things don't 
10 exit but grand cardone i'm not saying those <laughs> don't work i'm just saying look at when you go to those events look at how many people are there and then mm-hmm. look at how many people are driving away in the kind of car you hope to be driving away with. it's a it's a very small number of people that mm-hmm. really succeed in that and the the nine to five millionaire i love that because the first thing that's different about him is his mindset right he doesn't have the mindset mm-hmm. of an employee he was working two jobs mm-hmm. he was also willing to develop the mm-hmm. skill that maybe he didn't need as a police officer but that he did need as a real estate professional and so you have mm-hmm. to, and so if you're going to invest in real estate i do believe you need to have some capital of your own even if it's for no yeah. other reason than to be a safety net if your investment doesn't perform properly or you need to make additional investments it- right yeah, and, and and just for the people out there, minimum, how much do you need? Because they don't believe me when I say, you just need to, you know, I always tell people, all you need is two years tax returns, 20,000, 30,000, and you can yep, buy you something. you can, and, it, and in the market we're going into, you know, if you're willing to make the compromises, like, you know, if you live in a three-bedroom, two-bath house, you're probably not going to buy that for your first purchase. If you're willing to make compromises, you can use mm-hmm. less money than that. You only need three and a half percent. That's an FHA loan. No, it doesn't work on every property. No, it's not going to buy you into every single neighborhood. But three and a half percent of the purchase price on a $400,000 condo, you tell me what that math is, 12, 15 grand. Maybe we can negotiate for the seller to pay your closing costs. Couldn't do it before. But look, we're going into market so i think where it starts joe is kind of where you and your significant other was which was basically you guys said we aren't renting anymore we you know we know where we want to live we hope we get to live there but guess what we're not putting our money in rent anymore and i remember when joe moved into his place i'm going to tell you guys something he cut the rent off because his close date was supposed to be let's just say it was supposed to be five five joe cut the rent off at five four and we were like hey they're not going to close on time. He was like, we're going to just be in this truck waiting. And when you moved into your place, you y'all were sitting yeah. in the truck like, call us when the keys get there. And I was like, oh, my God, they are. Yeah. You have to decide what you want, yeah. and then you have to go after it relentlessly. And that's what you guys did. That's why you guys place you're in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I have a whole other episode of uh, at that time. I had a, I had a five. I believe I had a five eighty credit score. Uh, my wife had higher credit at the time, but I mean now I have a seven fifty, uh, and so does she. And like so now, you know, we're looking at our, our next property and trying to figure out what to do with this one. And it's like even that those two years difference and just a lot of discipline and focus uh, changed my mind on you know real estate and the and and how to leverage real estate and even with that um how to leverage my own real estate to support my business you know and that's a whole nother episode i have but it, it's it's been it's been interesting going on that journey and everyone always asks me how where do i get this information from I'm like i just either look at youtube i talk to i call Teresa, i ask questions i research and i'm always finding ways to to know how to really invest you know my my in my career and i, I want to thank you for that thank you for coming up out here if anybody was looking for you right now to possibly have you mentor be an agent and work under you guys kind of pacific playa how can they, they find you right now pacific playa realty.com we're on facebook we're on 
Instagram, mm-hmm. Teresa Mack, that's T-E-R-E-S-A, Mack, M-A-C-K, like a truck, TeresaMack.com. You can always reach out to me there. And, you know, those are the easiest ways. My phone number's all over the internet. You know, Google Teresa Mack Realtor, yeah. um, and I'm pretty easy to find. You can definitely go to TeresaMack.com, powered by our Fluent Solution. <laughs> Love it. So... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for this. And um, you guys tune in to Entrepreneur Enthusiasts. Subscribe to us on YouTube, on, on Tidal, on Spotify, all the platforms. If you want to learn how to properly become an entrepreneur and navigate this new space and get over that hump, you know, you can stay that nine to five. You can leave it, but just do it. You guys have.